it's a fluid business though man you have to stay on top of things i mean i could talk about some of the dinosaurs in the business that are still running paperwork and yeah. crappy pictures and no videos and things like that you got to stay on top of it otherwise you're going to fall behind and the clients the customers the buyers and sellers they see it Welcome to Real Sask, a podcast about the real estate in Saskatchewan with your host, Atif. Welcome to Real Sask, a podcast where I get together with professionals and discuss the real estate trends in Saskatchewan. I'm your host, Atif, and today we have our guest speaker, Curtis Collins, realtor from Regina. Thank you for joining us today. No, thank you for having me. Awesome. Okay, let's get to it. So who's Curtis? Let's talk about that first. <laughs> Well, Curtis Collins, uh, well, I was born and raised here in Regina, so I've been here my entire life. I've been selling real estate now. I'm in my 15th year now, which seems wow. to be ridiculous to say that, but it's definitely gone quickly and uh, I've certainly enjoyed my time doing that. Aside from that, uh, on the personal side, I lift weights, I have cats, I do backcountry snowmobiling, like to travel, I'm married with three cats, no kids. <laughs> so, good mix for Busy a realtor. <laughs> I don't know how people do it with kids and families and stuff, because I seem to be all the way on the go all the time as it is. Yeah, busy. Actually, you know what? I started was like five years ago now with RBC, and I don't know if you remember a long time ago, but my first deal I did, it was with you. So I had a clients that, you know, worked together and got them approval done. And they asked me, they're like, you know, we're moving next Sunday and I'm new mortgage broker, right? Like new mortgage associate or new uh, mortgage professional. So I said, you know, I'll come and I'll come and help you guys. And I thought I was just, you know, <laughs> just, they're not going to ask me, but, you know, just doing asking them and they're going to say no. But they're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, Sunday I can come and help you. And Saturday 9 p.m. I get a call and they're like, oh, can you come and help me? Can you come and help us tomorrow? And I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm actually going to help them move. And I show up at 9 a.m. Sunday and guess what? You were there. And I seriously not going to lie, we, it took us five hours. And when you told me that you do that all the time for your clients, I sort of got, I'm like, are you new too? And you're like, no, I've been doing it for 10 years, but this is one <laughs> of the things I do because I know how important this is for my clients because that's the most stressful time. And I'm like, but well, let's not pat me too hard on the back. Let's okay. First of all, I don't do it every time. I offer it every time, but it's not always. I mean, some people get movers, some people aren't ready. If they're there on the day when I give them keys with a box full of stuff, I'm there to help. Now, since then, I'll also add. I've also added something to my fleet since six years ago. I think maybe about two or three years ago, I actually bought a like a moving trailer, essentially. So it's oh, wow. a 16 foot by eight foot moving trailer that I literally dump off on somebody's street or on their driveway a couple of days or a week before they move. And then on wow. such a day, I hook up and tug it over there and help unload it or just lend it to them. If they got trucks and buddies or whatever, I just lend it out. But yeah, I pretty much bought a, a moving trailer just, just to lend I've out never... and help people along with the move. Yeah, That's awesome, man. Like I've actually never heard like that's amazing. Like, you know, that's one of the things when I actually... We did the move and I'm like, this man, like, <laughs> I'm new. It's my first deal. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm free. Like, I have so much time. But for you being in business in 10 years and I'm like, this man is coming on his Sunday and helping them like five, six hours of his day. That's like, that's amazing. I'm not like, you know, even it doesn't matter. You don't ask, like, you don't do it all the time. But even you asking people, I'm not going to lie. I never ask people after that. 
<laughs> like I've never. Yeah. It's something I've always done. I don't mind doing it. I've got a strong you. back and a heartbeat, and I don't mind doing it. It also is always a really good thing. I mean, you're generally meeting all the people's friends and family and everything like that, and they That's say awesome. the same thing. You know, like, hey, you're the realtor and you're helping move. It's like, yep, yeah, every time I'll lend you a trailer and I'll lend you the boxes and I'll help you move. Like I'm here, and you know what? I get businesses from that. You know, alone as well, just because you know, again, you're in front of the other people that are there to help. Right. Oh. And those are always good to shake their hands. Yeah. And, uh, good for you. Though. Face, of course, as good well. for you. That's awesome. You know what? Being doing all this, like, how do you balance your personal and professional? I know your health. You go to the gym all the time. Like, you spend time with your wife. Like, how do you balance? Like, well, you never really take days off. You take hours off. Um, and I do make sure to take those hours off. You know, again, like, mm -hmm. I may be working on a whatever Saturday, Sunday, or an evening, or whatever the case may be. But you know, I did sneak away to the gym. At two in the afternoon till three in the afternoon when I maybe okay. not with clients or something like that. So I just make time for it, schedule it just like anything else. And I've also recently been working towards getting kind of better assistance so that when I'm away, obviously, like I said, I do like to travel and stuff like that. And I've yeah. got a great group of guys uh, or agents, I should say, within Remax that I can, I can turn to. And I know that my clients will be taken care of as well as I've always strived to make my business extremely mobile. As long as I Where's my office? My office is where I have my backpack. My backpack has my laptop, my phone, awesome. usually my everything else. Yeah. And it's got everything that I need to do business remotely and I can do it from anywhere. And uh, I literally take that pack everywhere I go, ask my wife, but it's everywhere we go. And so you don't in the middle of but, dinner and I got to go pop out to do something. And sometimes it's often quick, get something signed yeah, or a quick yeah. phone call or whatever the case may be. But again, sometimes you you fit business into your personal life because business comes anytime and your personal life is, is also happening sometimes at the, at the same time. But often it's not hours and hours and hours. It's yeah. short things for at weird times, but you got to be available all the time. So, and you've um, always yeah, been available. Be like remotely has been constant. Yeah, and you've always been available. That's amazing though. It's been like 15 years and you're still there when people like asking you or signing something, closing deals, like people are putting an offer, right? That's, I still remember we were hanging out and <laughs> we were having lunch and you're like, oh, I got an offer. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, eat your lunch. <laughs> yeah, we having a lunch here, Curtis. And it's, that's uh, what happens. But again, I'm a completely digital agent. Every time I get a piece of paper of any kind, I pretty much scan it and shred it because I just don't run with paper. It's not how I run. I remember, as a matter of fact, before electronic signatures, this is going to date me, but anyway, before electronic signatures, I actually had a printer copier scanner installed in the trunk of my car. And I would literally go get a document signed, go to my car, scan it with like connect my phone to a hotspot or connect my laptop to a hotspot with like a literally a USB wow. cable into my trunk. And I would scan it in and email it off and shred the paper. I don't do well with paper. And again, if you ask me if a fridge was installed, or a fridge was included on the deal 10 years ago, I could yeah. find it in That's two awesome. seconds. You know, I have access to everything. So Good for you though. But 15 years ago, what made you think that you wanted to do real estate? Well, I had pretty much capped out. I was in retail sales for 10 years before that, selling cell phones and the internet, which was actually a pretty good time because that was the time when everybody went from no cell phones to everybody having cell phones yeah. and no internet to everybody having internet as well as upgrading from regular cell phones to, to smartphones. So, I mean, that was kind of a pretty good time to be in the business, but I was quite frankly just kind of capped out as what as far as what I was able to do there. Um, there's only so much you can do in real estate previous to that. My dad is a carpenter contractor and I have quite a, as well as a landlord. So I had quite a bit of experience in that and I knew I could sell and I've just kind of looked for the biggest thing that I could sell. And, and, uh, it's definitely just become a, when I started, I had no idea, like looking back on it, I had no idea, I had no idea what I was going to do when yeah. I started, like 
no clue how to sell real estate. But again, here we are 15 years later and, and I love awesome it. Though. You know how we like get into something we didn't think we like, like, you know, what we're doing and stuff, but like, look at you now, you're doing so well. It's in our, in our business, it's all about relationship, right? Especially like you're taking out Sunday of your time. And the reason I ask is how do you balance? It's like, for me, just seeing you that time, that gave me motivation too there. I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever we go for lunch, I should pay you for that session because every time we have lunch, <laughs> we come out, there's something I take home and I'm like, I'm going to do this now, right? I remember like three years ago, again, I don't know if you remember that, but you were sitting in my office and we were talking about apps and you're like, Atif, try this bomb bomb. Like it's amazing. And I'm like, and no one even talked about that day. And I'm like, he's like, you send the video, birthday videos and stuff. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. I'm like, I looked into it. I'm like, good for you. Like, you know, you've been in a business for 12 years. You're still seeing changing things. You're still looking into things. Which people don't. After so long, people are like, you know, this is it. I'm just going to like let my business go. But you're still changing, finding different ways to grow your business, which is awesome, right? Let's get into a real estate question. It's a fluid business though, man. You have to stay on top of things. I mean, if you, I can talk about some of the dinosaurs in the business that are still running paperwork and crappy pictures and no videos and things like that. And like, you got to stay on top of it. Otherwise, you're going to fall behind. And the clients, the customers, the buyers and sellers, they see it. They see it. Yeah. And then the thing is, they're looking for new things. They want to see like, what else can you do for them? Right? Like the more technology you seriously with me, I hate a lot of things I'm doing, like I'm getting into it. So it's like, I just downloaded this new CRM that I'm trying to work with. Like, and it is tough because the changings are always like, you know, the toughest period. But what I realized, like we added the video thing now, after three years of you telling us <laughs> three years ago, yeah. now I'm doing is so I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I need to do those things more. Right. Which is awesome because you don't find a lot of people willing to do those things for their clients, right? Let's get to a real estate. Okay, sorry. There is things you're good at and there's things that you don't, I will add. And I'm not going to certainly take credit for everything that I do or everything that I put out. I mean, I know I need to have video, for example. I don't mind shooting video. I hate video editing, like sitting in front of a laptop for hours and hours, picking and choosing and cropping and adding and da-da-da. I do not have time for that, but I don't mind shooting it. So again, I've always got to stay on top and I've got great resources that put together videos for me. And But yeah, just getting the the people behind you to be able to support uh, the areas that you're not as good at or don't enjoy has always been a key to success or key to getting things done the way that I want, even though I don't do them myself because I just don't, I just know my strengths and I know my weaknesses and yeah, yeah, I just cater to that. I hate recording video. Like that's the one thing I just, I can't do that. I try so hard, but hours and hours I put in work and then I'm like, oh, I'm I'm just not good at those. So I've been trying, right? So yeah, let's get into real estate coaching. So let's say I'm out of town right now, like I'm moving to Regina and I want to buy a house, right? What locations should I look first before I look at all the Regina areas? I mean, that's kind of a, a bit of a personal question. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a, a one-size-fits-all type of question. I mean, depends on who you are. I guess mm-hmm. there's people in Regina that would want a new house and they want it new and nice and fairly cookie-cutter, but, you know, new. And there's other people, I live in a 110-year-old warehouse. You oh. know what I mean? Like, this is my cup of tea. It's very few people's cup of tea, but it's my cup of tea, right? And, you know, there's not a be-all, end-all answer for that. It depends on your family composition and your income and what you're able to afford and where that's going to put you, what you're okay with as far as renovation what you are able to do, what you're able to afford to do. Yeah, it's just a different structure, different folks. I can't blank and answer that question with like, you should buy here and that's going to be your fit. It's just dependent on what your situation is. Okay, I know you're going to say those condo you live in. I love love that condo too. Trust me, that is my dream condo. But if you're buying a house, let's say, right? Tomorrow, you'd be like, you know, there's one location that I would love to be. Which location would that be? 
Is it me, Curtis? Collins? You personally, Curtis yeah, Collins? not the condo though. Don't don't property. go to the warehouse condos. I know Does you have to be in Regina. Does it yeah, have to be it has Regina? to be in Regina. <laughs> Probably Lakeview. I mean, Lakeview has always just stood the test of time. It's a great neighborhood to live in. A little bit older houses, but the houses are either repaired or have been repaired or are worth repairing as well. So yeah, just a general great neighborhood. It's lots of amenities close, nice big trees all around, and that would be that's always been a good area. Yep, for sure. And on this podcast, like. Everyone I interviewed, most of them say like Lakeview. And ICC, I personally love Lakeview too, right? Let's talk about investors, right? Again, I'm living in Toronto right now and I want to buy in Regina, but I'm just buying it for investment, right? What things they need to look at, what things they need to know, like do they go in duplexes? Do they go in condos? What advice would you give it to them? Well, again, it depends on what their goal is as far as what, you know, whether some people are planning on buying and holding for a long period of time to let that asset pay for itself over a period of time and have an asset at the end of that. But obviously some people are just looking for the monthly cash flow. Currently in the current market, short-term furnished rentals are a gold mine at the time. Uh, We have a lot of people coming from a lot of transient construction workers or tradespeople, I should say, coming from all over the province or from all over the country to fill the gap that we have to build our new canola crushing plant and the Amazon project and uh, potash is blowing up and things like this. Of course, that we have things that just going nuts right now. We're bringing in skilled tradespeople from all over the country. And quite frankly, those people are coming with a bag of clothes and a box of tools and they don't want to buy a couch and a TV and forks. You know, they want to just move into something, be here for a few months, do their job and get the heck out of here, you know. So those furnished rentals are an absolute gold mine right now. Oh, yeah, um, that's good to know. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, there's not a lot of them available and people are getting a premium for them. But of course, short-term rentals come with their downsides too. Of course, they take a little bit more management if someone's going to be moving in and moving out monthly or weekly or whatever yeah. the case may be. Obviously, that takes a little bit more management to fill those vacancies again as well as have the property cleaned up and fit damages fixed or whatever the case may be so they can be a little bit more resource hungry on the property management side of things whereas again maybe you want to not have a furnished rental and you just want to kind of have something that's a little bit more hands-off see even some cheap condos are out there or things of this nature that don't make, make quite a bit of sense i should say and yeah just to have something hands-off where there's not a lot of damage or risk of damage and some of those are okay obviously you got to watch condo fees when, when it comes to that but anything that makes money is what money. investors okay. should look at really i actually, <laughs> I actually didn't depends. know about that yeah, like the furnished one, I didn't know about that one, right? Like I never, as you like, and you have a lot of rentals there and you know more than I do, but like, I've never looked into that. I Mine is all long term, right? So I just rent them out for like, my goal is to like have them live there for a long time and I haven't furnished, but that's a good point, right? I'm going to actually look into that next time. I Again, that's them. where you and I differ, right? I mean, yeah. I've always got a lot of your rentals are all long term holds for that long term yeah. game. And I mean, I've got a bunch of rentals myself that some of them are worth less than what I paid for them 10 years ago, but yeah. quite frankly, they make $300 yes. a month. That's after yeah. every, all the bills are paid so you are so seriously you know, so yeah. you are doing but so again well. like that's that's me and yeah. that's you know versus you right where it's different your goals are different than mine yeah but that's easy not gonna lie to you if somebody is looking into those rental and make money and cash flow you are probably one of like the top guy that i look up to because you've done it so well and so many of them like you didn't invest so much money and you're doing cash flow so well but you have done it the right way. I would say mine is more not going to lazy way. <laughs> That's what I call it. Wow. Because mine was like, I don't want to deal with tenants. I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I want to brand new properties or new properties and stuff. That's what I thought into. I'm like, you know, when I'm 40, I'll have so much money. But you, the way you did it, it's, it's like, you know, if you can put in a little bit of time and if you have experience like you do, like it's amazing because you can make so much money. And I realized it after meeting you. And when you told me all these numbers, I'm like, this is amazing. 
Well, my dad was a real estate landlord and investor, and he owned a bunch okay. of properties when I was a kid too. As a matter of fact, he used to buy houses between eight to twelve thousand dollars. Oh wow! <laughs> when he tells me the same houses I'm buying for fifty to hundred, doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. But you know, when I first got into real estate, he was the one that told me, "Like, hey, you know, there's, you know, I know things are going well, but there's going to be ups and downs and waves and stuff like that." And having some real estate investing adds some stability to those slow times. I mean, I, you know, and that really is the key to financial freedom. I suppose as long if you have more passive income coming in than you do going out every month and going to work is optional right and that's not awesome. there yet but it's, it's close right yeah and, uh, yeah i know when COVID hit in february or march of 2020 and i didn't oh, know if yeah. i was ever going to sell a house again yeah. right but at least i still knew that i still had some income coming in coming in yeah my bills would be just about paid or you know what i mean it wouldn't be yeah. i wouldn't be bleeding so hard from bottom end and, and not being able to make it work that's awesome though no and that's a really good advice i would seriously if i look into next one my goal is to call you and then I want to go through that, like how you do it, what things to look for, because there's like when you're buying that kind of investment, I would highly advise anyone to like talk to somebody experienced because there's so many things they need to look at before they actually get into that, right? Yes, you can buy something for fifty dollars $200,000, but you got to look at a lot of foundation things or something that how you're going to rent out, how you're going to find the rental. And someone like you having by their side, that's probably one of like the best thing can happen, right? Because you've done it so many times. Yep. Let's talk about as well. I'll interject yeah. there. Sorry, but I oh. also worked with an organization that homes that works on homing housing. That's awesome. Giving housing to people that are currently homeless. That's so they've awesome. been a godsend as far as well as far as just finding tenants that have some backing to them that aren't. Uh, they pay for damages as well yeah. in this situation. But, you know, so just having somebody that's uh, kind of the middleman in between is definitely eased a lot of the the pains that a lot of a lot of agents have or a lot of landlords have from their low-end rentals yeah but that's awesome too you mean like you know that is like it's a god work right <laughs> it's awesome what are you doing for people too right you know you feel like you're not you don't you are doing something really good. I mean, I remember oh. like one of my goals for 2020, 2020, I think it was. Yeah, 2020. One of my goals was like earn enough money to buy a crappy little house and put someone in it and take them off the streets. And I did no it. No way. Right? That's it was, awesome. You know, but that felt pretty good that, you know, I was able to make a living and again, buy a property that's going to cash flow for me monthly, which is positive for me. But also being able to take one more person off the streets is pretty cool and it drives me nuts every month. I get a call from that same organization like, hey, do you have any more houses for rent? We got more people. It's like, no, I, I can't buy them that quickly. Right? Like, yeah, but like, you know, you think about that, that's actually like, you know, that's awesome. Good for you though, right? That's it's just thinking like that, like it says, you know, you like again, for us business, like, you know, business will always come back if you do good things to people, right? So that's what I believe in. So, which is awesome. As what do you now, let's talk about more about real estate. Like, what do you, see in a market or what do you think is going to happen to the real estate market after the rate hikes well let me check my crystal globe um, <laughs> let me uh, see that well one. you know as well as i do Tiff, that anytime you throw a uh, interest rate increase that is like throwing water on the fire that is real estate and anytime you throw a rate decrease it is like throwing gasoline on the same fire so i definitely will slow things people are able to afford less Generally speaking, usually there's about a 60 day period after 60 days after a rate hike, people kind of forget about it. And that's just yes. kind of the way that it yeah. is. Yeah. They've been coming so frequently here that nobody's gotten over it before there's another one and they're dramatic. So it's having a compounding effect. Um, I definitely know I'm dealing with some people right now that have to sell their house because they're no longer able to make payments on it because oh, of the rate increases. Yeah. And it's just kind of the way that it is. So, I mean, there will be some that are forced onto the market in order to be able to, because of the current market conditions, there'll be some that will be forced out, buyers that will be forced out of the market because they're no longer able to afford 
or no longer able to afford something that they want. I mean, it's kind of, it's always disheartening when you're shopping with somebody and the rate increases because, you know, say you're able to spend uh, 350 and now you're able to spend, what would it be? 300 ish, yeah. 310, yeah. something yeah. like that. You tell me. Yeah. Okay. So now I go and take you a, and show you a, an Audi yeah. and then all of a sudden you got to drive this Volkswagen. I'm sorry. But you know, like that's it's, it is, it's yeah. just hard to down. Yeah. Now, right. if, I, if you just came to the market and I just showed you Volkswagen, you'd have probably been okay with that. That's fine. But once you've seen the light and you've seen the Audi, Qtron, you want the, <laughs> yeah. you, want the uh, you want you don't want you don't want a, you don't want the Volkswagen diesel. Yeah, you had to say Etron at the end, didn't you? <laughs> uh, let's. <laughs> well, you're right though. Not gonna lie. If, uh, after driving Audi, I'm not going back to <laughs> those like you know old days. But 100. That's what I've been telling every single of my client that anytime there's a rate hike, please. Talk to your mortgage broker or your banks that you're dealing with because you need to reapprove. And your real like all realtors, any realtors I'm talking to, please talk to the mortgage broker. Whenever you see a rate hike, pick up your phone and call them. Be like, hey, what are they approved for now? Because like I, I understand that's what I've been showing, but should I still show them that? Because I need to have another discussion with my client, right? So that's the you're right. And you know what? I never actually sixty days. I actually didn't know about that one. So that's a really good fact. Now, it well, it's just it's not a fact. It's just kind of a it's an about. Just from being since an experience fact, you know, yeah, like from yeah. being in there, you know, it's just kind of, oh, that's the way it is. Yeah. But, 60, yeah, yeah, but you're right. Though. That's what, and you know, that's what I've been saying after December, hopefully another like, great hike doesn't come up. Then you're going to see people by March, February, March, that people are going to go back because they go, this is it, right? There's nothing else they can do. It's not going down anytime soon. That's what we think, or that's what I believe in. But Or again, you'll just have new people come to the market and, yeah. you know, the Volkswagen yeah. is what they can afford. So that's, that's what they it. buy. They want to buy yeah. a new house. It's 20. I mean, people have to sell. The beautiful thing about real estate, there's seven reasons, I think, and I'm not going to be able to come up with them all, but there's seven reasons why real estate has to change hands. Yeah. Number one is death. If someone dies, they got to sell a house. Number yeah. one is life. If someone gets born or has kids, they got to buy a house. Marriage, divorce, yeah. upsizing, downsizing, yeah. empty nesters, something. I, there's, yeah. I think that's a, I don't know. But yeah, things like that. Those, those yeah. are reasons why real estate will always have to change hands regardless of the interest rate. I mean, I was not alive, but in apparently 1981, the interest, or I was barely alive. Anyway, in 1981, uh, interest yeah. like 20%. 20%. And guess what? Yeah. Houses were still buying and selling. I'm sure yeah. those people didn't like it, but one of those major factors in life forced the hand that it had to happen. So, yeah, real estate will always change. It's like the death business. It's not yeah. going anywhere. And especially if you've done a good job, people know who you are. They'll always reach out to you, right? You just have to advise or teach them what next to do, right? So let's talk about what's next for Curtis. What's next for Curtis? Um, I don't know. You'll have to stay tuned. <laughs> We're always working on new things. I, me and my teamates are going to be probably working a little bit closer together. That's so we're awesome. going to be able to cover each other's stuff uh, a little bit more and grow closer together. In the near future, again, business is slowing down and it's kind of nice to be able to catch up with some yeah. of the other home stuff. Uh, I'm doing a bunch of stuff to my house right now, which is pretty cool. I, I booked a sled trip for the first of January. So I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying a little bit of downtime and I don't know, still playing towards the future. In the near future, though, I am yeah. running a Movember contest. If yes. you haven't, I know you yes. have seen because you yes. donated. I'm doing a 50 <laughs> tickets uh, I for did. Movember. So if anybody wanted to get in on my Movember, you can just get in contact with me or Atif, and I'm sure you can get in contact with me. And yeah, last year it was $1,575, and awesome. I gave away $1,575 to the winners. So again, it's just 50-50 to sell tickets. Uh, 
you get a uh, tax credit for half of your donation as well. So that's awesome. Yeah, like I've donated every year. <laughs> it's a good cause. It's a it's a good. When are you gonna grow a mustache with me? When are you gonna shave <laughs> that beard? Next, next year, not this year. <laughs> write that down. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> You're in next year. We'll have a competition. I would love to. I'll actually come with you. So like, okay. One of the things I actually know and you're so good at because that's what I was talking about. Every time you have lunch, I learn something new. Like you seriously, you have changed the way I think things so much. Like, you know, gym. Like I still remember, like I'm a stress eater. I was eating left and right. So we had a couple of meetings and you're like, Atif, like this is what you got to do, right? And it worked really well. So thank you for that. But and you always showed me new app that you use, which is amazing. Like you always index using something different. Last time we talked about the fitness app we were using and that app is like super good. What's right now? What's your favorite app you use or using? Well, I don't know, maybe not that recently, but uh, fairly recently, I guess, the real estate board or the realtor.ca or Saskatchewan Real Estate Commission, whatever you want to call it, they came out with an app that basically is a direct link to me that it's a real estate app. Obviously, yeah. when, when I'm in the field, like, can you pull it out and it, there's a button on the top that insta listing, which is the listing that's closest to you. So that's I don't awesome. have to find the listing based on what the address is or start typing in addresses. I just get that information directly. And also the coolest thing is that there's a client facing side of that app as well. So say you're looking for a three bedroom, two bathroom bungalow yeah. with a double garage in Lakeview. I can set up a search, an automatic search on my end of things. It's going to automatically search for properties that fit your criteria. And then anytime you, anything new comes into that criteria or there's any price changes in the, in the houses that are in that criteria, you get a notification. There's built in chat that goes directly with me. If you wanted to see that property, you can mark it as a heart or a favorite or possibility, or you can discard it. I can see what you're doing on my end of things as well. So uh, it's a pretty cool app that keeps me in contact with my clients. Mm -hmm. Love it. Previous to that, they were getting an email and that email had a link that opened up in a website and it wasn't really that phone friendly. This app is much more phone friendly. So if anybody wants a copy of the app, it's an, I mean, obviously it's something I have a link, which is just the vague one. And then again, if you want a personalized app that has a specific search built into it, I can, uh, I just have to set up that search on my end of things first and send you a link and then we're connected from there. But yeah. it's been a great, uh, my clients love it. And, and that's why I like, I like it for me in the field, but also my clients like it better than the email links that we're going previously. Cause part of my job is obviously to like provide information and, and if I can provide information on a phone in links that is connected, that that's how people like to be treated. That's awesome. Can you, do you mind sending me the link too? I'm going to actually see if I can add that in a description at the bottom under the sure. podcast. And you know what, if people do want more information, they can always contact you, right? But thank you for your time today, Curtis. How do people find you? You can find me, just call me direct. My number is 306-535-1900, facebook.com slash soldbykurt, at soldbykurt by youtube or instagram or whatever i'm not hard to find curtis with the u.s though that's the ticket my mom couldn't spell very well apparently so she spelled c-u-r-t-u-s not i-s but there's that's no awesome. i in curtis only us <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> that's awesome oh thanks again for your time today and best of luck in your business curtis same to you thanks for taking the time to do this out there appreciate you Thank you for listening to today's episode of Real Sask. Stay tuned and subscribe to Atif's channel to hear more about real estate in Saskatchewan.